0: instagram user 69 liked this picture like it's just n- something i don't even notice it's
1: weird that you just doxed your Fensta account yeah
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of under
0: our roof who are you today I am Miss Emily Post. Emily Post? Yeah, she's the etiquette lady. Oh, you're right. That is pretty, that is what we're doing. Well, yeah. I'm pretty sure her either daughter or grandma or granddaughter has continued on her legacy. And I'm pretty sure her name is Lizzie, actually.
1: Lizzie Post? So I
0: might as well be... I could be totally wrong, but I think. And in that case, I'm Lizzie Post.
1: Well, you are listening to our wholesome Cozy, queer chaotic podcast. Welcome to season three. My name is Grace or Semler, depending on how you know me and I am speaking with my wife who is Lizzie Baldridge. But for the purposes of today's episode, where I will be putting uh, Lizzie's etiquette to the test, it's not really a test. It's because there's no wrong answer. Well, to and the
0: I, question. I get the impression that this isn't necessarily pure etiquette. No. It's not like what should you technically do based on the rules of etiquette, but it's what I would do just based on my own proclivities. These are hypothetical dear Abbey's, yeah. if you
1: will, but very short dear Abbey's situational questions that I think you are going to be an insightful person to hear from because given your legal background, I think your upbringing, just your nature as a person, how observant you are, you have a good read on how to navigate tricky situations.
0: Hmm, Thank you. I appreciate that. I feel like I'm going to be put on the spot and maybe I won't think of like my best reactions, but I feel like I am pretty confident in my ability to navigate, like, things that happen.
1: So what we're going to be doing is playing a little bit of a game, but it's not a quiz. So there's no quiz show music. Man, it's been a while since we've had quiz (laughs) show music. I know, we need to
0: do quiz show music again. If you're a new listener, you probably don't even know what we're talking about. I guess,
1: you know what, let's just put it in, just because it's kind of a quiz. Okay. So what we're going to be doing is a game... Yeah, I guess it is a game. So a game show music would be suitable that I live every day of my life, which is what would Lizzie do? (laughs) Anytime I am going through something difficult, or maybe I just watch something on a show, I always want to know what would Lizzie do? What is Lizzie's take on this? Because I think you are so wise and compassionate. And I think sometimes strategic in how you navigate things. So let's enlighten the listeners and let's waste no time. Great. I had so much fun this morning writing these little <laughs> these little uh, scenarios down and as, <laughs> I can't wait to read them to you.
0: As they love to say on podcasts, let's get right into it.
1: Yeah, m- right into the meat and potatoes, if you will.
0: Yeah, well, that's what take we would little, say. <laughs> take a little
1: sippy sip. Lizzie, you are at a dinner party or drinks with a new group of friends and have said a joke that wasn't received well by the group. How do you proceed? <laughs>
0: I think you previewed this one to me as an example of, like, what I could expect. (laughs) This one is really tough, but I think that really you just have to roll with it and call as little attention to it as possible. That is what you're going to feel the best about the next day. I think if you... By poorly received, do you mean, like, no one really laughs? Yeah, just flopped. Obviously, if you say something and somebody's, like hey, that <laughs> no, no, no. joke hurt my feelings and here's why, like you shouldn't just ignore it. <laughs> no, no, no. But if it's just bombed, then I think you can just, you can do a couple things. One, if you think it's really funny, like sometimes <laughs> I think things are so funny and it's, it's just not because I'm just having like a giggle attack, you know, and I'm like cracking up at something. And I think if it's that and everyone else is like, okay, I think you can be like, well, like <laughs> I thought it was funny. You can just say something like, sorry, I'm just like, I, I'm just like cannot stop laughing. I think that's funny. Or I think you can just kind of just fly under the radar, mm. kind of let someone else take the floor for a little bit if you aren't feeling like you're vibing with the sense of humor. Yeah. But I certainly wouldn't stew on it or ask anyone else to like validate your joke. If they don't laugh, they don't laugh. Like people don't have to laugh at your jokes.
1: Sure. We're not we're not doubling down and uh imploring the group to find something funny that maybe... Yeah,
0: or like, I wouldn't bring it up and be like, yeah, I feel awkward that I said this and people didn't think it was funny. Unless you feel like you misspoke in like an offensive way. Right. And you want to clarify it. But if you just feel like it was a dumb joke, I wouldn't bring it up again.
1: You keep bumping into someone in your building or on your block that you like and you want to make plans with them in a low-key way. What do you do? Oh,
0: I honestly kind of hate this because... I this sounds bad, but like, I'm just such an introvert that I usually don't want to do that. Like, that sounds <laughs> okay. But it's, but I it's know. A hypothetical. I In know. this situation,
1: you do. I know you keep bumping into someone. What if we weren't together? And you and I kept bumping into each other.
0: Oh, like a romantic kind Well, of it could be that I wanted to that leave That I'm more into, but like just randomly getting together with someone that I see in my work building outside of work is like well, not...
1: See, you interpret it as work building. I meant apartment building. Oh. So it's a potential Well, the friend. only
0: building I go into is for works. So. Right. Okay, um... Just someone
1: that is in your daily life, you keep bumping into them, but you can't predict it, and you want to connect with them more, but mm -hmm. you don't know when you're going to see them. How do you kind of lock that in
0: or feel that out? I think... In an apartment building, that one's good because you have something very important in common, which is that you live in the same place. And in that case, I would bring up something that's fun to do nearby and ask if they would ever want to do it because that Mm -hmm. way it's low key. You're not saying like, let's go meet up at this place. That's like, we both have to get in the car and find parking. Like that's just not that's when I feel like I'm dreading social plans. It's usually that stuff. It's usually like, I don't want to have to like figure out how to get there and how to park and all that stuff. If it's a neighbor who was like, Hey, would you ever want to go to the coffee place down the street that we love? That would be way more accessible to me because it's like just low stakes. So I would offer something like that. Like, Hey, it's so fun bumping into you. I don't know if you would ever want to go to coffee is us place down the street. An iconic Um, title. Coffee Coffee is us. (laughs) Um, but if it would be fun to a
1: coffee brand It would be fun to catch us. up more.
0: also, I do think that if you're consistently bumping into someone and having fun conversations, it's not weird to connect on social media and even say, like, "Hey, like, do you have Instagram? I'd love to follow you and like maybe we could even like catch up another time, like go get drinks or something mm. because I think once also some people feel like they don't really know someone, if they've just been bumping into them, I feel that way and I'm a little bit nervous that once I find out more about them, that I'll be like, oh, this is not the vibe. Like, who knows, they could be just somebody that is secretly not very nice or has things that I really disagree with. I don't Mm -hmm. know, like, I think, like imagine if you go to someone's social media and they're
1: a huge Rachel Hollis fan. Yeah.
0: Or like <laughs> even just... they even they have crazy, like, I don't know, Trump posts on their Instagram. Like, I oh, can't yeah, I can't well, imagine like those are
1: not the same, but I agree. Like, no,
0: I, I know yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. the same at all. Um, I'm not trying to equate them. I'm just saying like <laughs> something that's like really off putting if you I feel like and the other person might feel that way about you, too. Like, oh, they seem nice. But like what's under the surface and social media does not show you what's really under the surface, but it kind of like makes a person feel like you're a little more vetted Like, okay, they have, you know, at least 10 followers who seem to be friends with them. Like, they are, they have some, like, they have a life. Sure. They're not, like, weird.
1: At the last minute, you've been invited to a get-together where you know other people are likely or expected to bring something, but you don't have the time or resources to grab anything. What do you do? What do you say? How do you proceed?
0: This is a really good question. And my go-to, which I still do sometimes, but there was a time like a few years ago where I felt like I was really trying to limit purchases of just like, you know, going down to the corner store and getting a $20 bottle of wine because, okay, the wine at our corner store is kind of expensive. Let Mm -hmm. me just say, obviously you can go to Trader Joe's and get a $5 bottle of wine. I know that. But I just, there was a time when I was like kind of trying to limit those expenses more and- then my go-to when I was like going to someone's house and I didn't want to show up empty-handed was I would go to the lemon tree in our yard and pick a bunch of lemons and put them in like a little bag and cut some of the bougainvillea flowers and put them in like a mason jar mm-hmm. and bring that. So that was like if as far as resources, obviously I was lucky to have free things growing in my backyard that I could bring and that would be like special, um, but I think... Things like that. I don't know if, what your equivalent would be if you don't have a tree or anything, but like picking flowers outside, if there's any way to do that, I think is really nice. And it actually is even more special sometimes that like you handpicked flowers.
1: Or there's rosemary growing in certain areas of yes, our neighborhood. Yeah, that's a you great could clean one. Rosemary and bring that. Yes, over, bringing, like a little like, ribbon.
0: Yes, bringing a bundle of rosemary. Um, I also think that you can just say, "Well, okay." You've just recently been invited last, last minute. minute invite. Well, that is kind of your cover as well. I think as long as you show up and you say like, "I would love to come. I, I didn't have time to get anything, but mm-hmm. can I come early and help you prep mm-hmm. or like anything like that? Can I like stay that. to help clean? Can I say to help clean up? Just making sure that you're not trying to take advantage of hospitality without offering anything. But I also think that in general, if you have time to plan in advance, you can get something simple like an inexpensive bottle of wine. And if it's a last minute invite, people will understand.
1: You're meeting up with friends and you know that there will be a person at the event you would rather avoid. How do you do it? Do you have to go? You have to go. Let's say it's a birthday party of a good friend. And I saw this on TikTok, which made me think of it. This girl was like, I'm getting ready to see my ex-boyfriend for the first time in seven months. And Mm. it's possible that he's going to be bringing his new person that he's seeing. And she was like... Maybe he won't be there. Maybe I'll be able to avoid him. And then it, like, of course, smash cut to her, like, crying later. And she was like, I saw him. (laughs) Uh, It's not funny, but I don't know.
0: Okay. I think you need to find an ally. So you need to talk to someone in advance and say, hey, I, like, whoever you're close with, who's going to be there. um, And especially someone that, let's say you're close with a lot of the people there, if it's a good friend's birthday. Pick someone that is kind of more low-key, not, like, the most extroverted, bubbly person ever, Mm -hmm. but someone who might appreciate having a wing person anyway. Mm. And so I would go to them and say, hey, candidly, I'm really nervous about this because I haven't seen X person in however long, and it's just gonna be hard to be around them do you mind if we arrive together like oh, you could even say yeah, like so you're I'd, never alone yeah like you'd even say like i'd love to take you out for a drink beforehand um or whatever you know you don't have to do that but just have some, a
1: safe word to escape
0: yeah just some and you can say listen like i you don't have to stick by my side all night but i think arriving together would really give me peace of mind and then if you don't mind like I may turn to you if I get really overwhelmed there. Mm. And I think just kind of like have them in on it. And I mean, if a friend said that to me, I would be so down to help them. Mm -hmm. So I think most people would be.
1: Yeah, something that we do in general with social situations, and I think it would totally apply with this, is uh, pep talks going into stuff. So maybe finding someone like you described, have a pep talk of like, okay, here's my worst case scenario, or like, here's, a few different things I'm nervous about and mm-hmm. how we could navigate them and make it as pleasant of an e- evening as it can be. Because you're not my friend. You're my friend And I think you fucking know it You're embarrassed and it's showing You're not my friend Yeah, you talk your shit in private I go public, you don't like it God is amazing And your church is crazy. Someone brings up an unpleasant conversation at dinner. How do you steer the conversation back on course in a I, way that doesn't make it the most awkward thing ever, ideally?
0: Well, you can kind of do two courses of action. One, you can try to be really sneaky and just try to think of a segue. So if somebody is like, "Hey, you know what?" like, well, so let me give you an example yeah. because
1: we're not talking about anything that would call I would say, like, values that we mm-hmm. want to advocate for into question. An unpleasant dinner conversation. Someone gets into, like, their interest in taxidermy and starts going into, like, way too much detail mm-hmm. that is pleasant for a dinner conversation.
0: Mm, okay. Right, so
1: we're eating, and someone is really talking about the details of taxidermy. Okay, and you want to just steer the conversation back on course. It's not anything that would be like, wow, like you can't fucking say that. Like, not we're not standing up for an injustice at this conversation. Yeah, we're just trying to get the conversation back on track. We we are off the rails.
0: I think I would ask the person questions that sort of relate, but steer it in a better direction. I would do something like. So did you have pets growing up that like helped you really get into working with animals? Oh. Something like that. And if they're like, yeah, I had this pet, then I would just keep asking questions that lead them away. Mm-hmm. Because if you try to butt in and start just talking about your own thing, that often doesn't work because the person feels like they were on a subject and you're just cutting in and changing it. Mm. I think ask them questions that are like little breadcrumbs to lead them in a different direction.
1: So something I'm noticing from your answers is that with only some exception you typically don't acknowledge when something is awkward you're you're pretty much like all right let's not we don't need to call any more attention to something in these like hypothetical situations that i'm throwing out yeah you're you're more like let's stay practical and let's steam course ahead i don't know what i would do i think i'm more of a diffuse with humor by Mm -hmm. acknowledging and listen to varying degrees of success in my lifetime?
0: Well, I think that it really depends on the context. Like with the one you just said, I can understand why I would not want to hear about taxidermy. And sometimes Mm -hmm. people do get fixated on topics where you're like, please, like, I do not want to hear about this. But you don't want to be rude because Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with having that. I mean, also, taxidermy is pretty cool. I can just understand why Uh, at dinner talking about the actual, like, ins and outs of how it works might be unappetizing. So I'm not (laughs) – if anyone out there is a taxidermist, this is not saying that's not a fun thing to talk about. Just maybe not, like, blood and guts at dinner. But – Anyway, I think for something like that, I just wouldn't want to hurt their feelings. Because Mm -hmm. saying something like, ooh, like, okay, (laughs) let's not talk about that at dinner. Like, they're going to feel embarrassed. Right, right. But I think if the other person has said something that puts you on the spot, I think then you have more of uh, grounds to kind of, like, call it out. So, for instance, a topic that I can imagine being uncomfortable, but it's not, like, offensive, like, you need to stand up for your injustices or whatever – is somebody, like, let's say you are um, a couple going to a dinner party and, like, you're dating and you just had, like, a really difficult conversation about, like, the future of your relationship. Like, one person wants to get married, the other person, like, doesn't ever want to mm. get married. Like, something that's just, like, tense and very personal. And then you go to dinner and somebody's like, so, like, when are you two getting engaged? Like, oh, things yeah. like that happen all the time. Where, to me, that's, like, not a appropriate question, but it's not, like, deeply offensive at least to me it's it's more just tasteless Mm -hmm. and with something like that I think I would maybe call it out more and be like okay like well if you're like some make a joke about them being nosy depending on how well you know them I think that's more okay to kind of call it out like well, like, I guess we're having dinner with our nosy neighbors. Like, wouldn't mm-hmm. you like to know? You know, something like that I think is okay. But again, depend very much depending on your relationship.
1: I actually got that one time when I was a teenager and what? I asked my cousin, an older cousin, mm-hmm. um, if there were plans for him to marry his longtime girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And he, in a very, like, sweet and funny way, was like, Hey, that's like actually none of your business, kid. Like, you yeah. don't ask people that. But I didn't know. I was like 13 or 14. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I just thought, I, I was like, oh, you're, you're definitely going to marry this person. And he's like, you don't know that. Like, you can't ask questions like that. And I was like, oh.
0: I mean, I've totally asked people. I think like questions are okay. It just course. so depends on the relationship. But like, I've had friends of mine who I've asked, like, is that something you want? Have you talked about it? But I think the key is, you never ask something like that in front of people. Mm. Like I would only ask a friend, like I have friends who've been dating somebody for a while and I've asked like, oh, do you, do you want to get engaged? Like, have you and so-and-so talked about it? Like, is that, and usually they are actually excited. Like oftentimes when I ask that, people are like, oh yeah, like, he said this, or like, I think we're going to do this, or like, we went ring shopping. And they haven't wanted to bring it up, but they appreciate being asked. But Mm -hmm. I would never ask them that in front of anyone else, only when it's just us. Right. Especially not their significant other, because that's like so
1: awkward. And I also think that asking questions that could be awkward like that in ways that are tactful that don't imply that there's a correct answer. Yes, Which would be implying that engagement or marriage is like the goal, which it's not for everyone. And so just being smart in how you introduce a subject so that nobody feels pressured that they should be answering a type of way, because there's no should in life, baby. Well, there are some shoulds. Okay, your boss sends you a passive-aggressive email about a matter that they are actually incorrectly understanding, boomer levels of rude or Gen X Mm -hmm. levels of rude how do you diffuse and how do you explain their error?
0: I am a big fan of sending like an email from two months ago and like forwarding it to people, which, <laughs> but I, so I think it's always a good idea to diffuse the tension and like keep it light. I'd, I never match the energy if someone is being passive aggressive, especially cause that's just so not good. And especially in business or really in any context, but If somebody says like, hey, didn't we decide we were going to do this on this matter? Mm -hmm. And if you have their email saying like, hey, let's go the other course, then I tend to forward that. Or usually what (laughs) I'll do is I'll respond to the original email and just say, hey, based on my latest notes, we actually did X, Y, and Z. I'll forward for your reference in just a second. So mm. they're not... So it doesn't seem like I'm, like, sea below. <laughs> so I'll respond to that and then I'll right away, like... But isn't
1: there such power <laughs> in a sea below?
0: Yeah, there is. And, like, there's a time and a place for that. But if it's, like, your boss... Right. It's probably not the time and the place. I mean, there could be a time and the place for your boss as well. But also, something that I've learned working with a lot of, like, Gen X and some boomers, not so much, mostly Gen X people, is they have like the number of times that I get emails that are just K literally the letter K like okay Mm -hmm. is frequent like and it doesn't mean anything like they when I see them in person they're like oh you're fantastic to work with so glad we're on this matter together but they send me emails that are just like K or like (laughs) please fix see this like that's just how they talk Mm -hmm. and so you number one have to understand not to take things like that personally because email communication is so varied on how people handle it but I think for somebody saying like something passive aggressive, it's better to just not match the energy and then send the receipts. Also, a little hot tip for everyone I think it's super important to keep your emails really organized so that when these things happen, you can very quickly find what it is. So, like, I have folders for every single one of my cases and like other matters and I file away everything in those folders as soon as they're done. Like if it's still in my inbox, it means that there's still like a to-do item associated with the email. And then as soon as it's done, like I file it away. Mm -hmm. And the important thing is I also file away my sent emails. So like once a week, I go into my sent folder and take drag everything that I sent into the appropriate folders for that case. Because sometimes you'll send an email and never get a reply. And then people are like, hey, where is this? And, you forward, and then if you didn't save your sent to like the right place, you might not find it. Mm. And so save your sent emails so that when these things come up, you can quickly be like, oh, it's right here.
1: That's a really good tip. Yeah, just being aware of both sides, keeping records on both sides of the communications. Yeah, your friend confides in you about something that they did that is actually really shady, but they don't see it Mm. that way. Do you tell them how their action could be perceived, or let it go? And how do you know the difference?
0: Yeah, this This is is a very
1: uh, what's that prayer? Like Lord, help me. Oh, the Serenity (laughs) Prayer. This is very the Serenity Prayer with your friends.
0: Yeah, I have I feel like I've been here actually. Nothing that serious to where I Oh, I
1: can think of. There's I wrote this because of one about a specific thing that happened.
0: Yeah, there we've both probably had times like this where somebody's kind of like, "Yeah, can you believe this happened?" and you're like, "Oh my god, like <laughs> you were definitely in the wrong." Yeah, I mean, most of the time it's just like a data point that I file away to mm-hmm. be honest. Like if it doesn't affect me, that sounds bad if they're doing something like i don't know using racial slurs or something that's totally different but if it's like yeah like i told my friend i would do this but i actually lied and like i'm doing this other thing that's still like morally wrong but it does it's not like really my business what you've done in a relationship with someone else so most likely i probably won't like say oh that's not that cool But I will file it away and it may affect like how close I am with them. Mm. If again and again, I'm realizing like, oh, this person is kind of showing me their true colors. And if they're doing X, Y, and Z to other people in their life, they're probably doing it to me. And so that's kind of how I would like react to finding out that they're doing something shady. But I mean, if we're having a heart to heart and they're like, yeah, I did this. And like, I don't know if it's working out well because I'm having these problems. Then if there's any sort of invitation to give advice I might say well how did you feel when you did that I think that's the question I would probably ask like well how did you feel doing that and if they say I felt kind of guilty or I don't know I have mixed feelings I think I would say yeah that's really tough I'm not sure what I would have done in that situation but it does strike me that that might have been hurtful or something like that." right Yeah, I think operating under the assumption that none of
1: these scenarios I've written out are ones where a great degree of harm is occurring. Like these are all meant to be pretty like harmless scenarios. Uh, That's why I'm using the term etiquette very loosely. I don't think this is really qualifies as etiquette, but Mm -hmm. just that these are mild situations you might find yourself in and it's a, a what would Lizzie do. So bearing that in mind, I'm not a fan almost ever of unsolicited advice. Like, mm-hmm. I don't ever want to be someone's accountability buddy if that is not the relationship that we have or there's no invitation or root cause to be doing that for someone. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I, again, with exceptions to, you know, major events and is infractions the right word? Yeah. Okay, sure. Sure. With those, with, you know, with those exceptions aside, I just don't view it as my role as your friend to be giving you advice. However, if you asked for it, if someone came to me and, and explained a situation, and that's why I, I thought of this was because a friend of mine years ago, it always just cracked me up, explained to me a situation at work where she was like clearly in the wrong, but kind of hilariously in the wrong. <laughs> it just sucked because she ended up be- being the one caught. Right, so it was like it seemed like there's something a lot of employees were doing that, uh, you know, I'm not, I don't want to.
0: <laughs> no, we can't say. What I don't was. even want to
1: say more. But it wasn't. It was. I think it was funny. It wasn't like it was. No one was harmed. No. There was no harm. It just wasn't like an appropriate work thing um and i remember when this person explained it to me it was like that's crazy like can you believe that i was let go and Mm -hmm. i had to be like i i actually really can because that is not you know that's not something that you should do at work and i'm sorry that you got caught but uh yeah but i if they had just told me that story i wouldn't have like hit them up and been like, you know what, I think you got to come clean at work, you know, because no one was being hard. I would have been like, wow, you're, you know, I probably wouldn't hire you. But
0: yeah, I think unsolicited advice is generally bad. Yeah. Okay, last question. Last question. And feel free to
1: answer your own versions of these. We'd love to hear your own rules at under at gmail.com. And this will be our last submission, or I say Lizzie's last one. You accidentally liked someone's photo or video (laughs) from way, way back.
0: Do you take the like back, explain yourself, let it be, and why? It depends on the person who it is. I think if it's a friend and you just happen to be stalking them for some reason... I would probably just also comment and be like, LMAO, why did I scroll this far back? Okay. Love you. But if it's someone that you either don't really know or even yes. like an ex or something. Well, let me give you... I want to
1: hear your answer for it is someone that you don't really know.
0: Okay. But
1: will you kind of are, you know, know of each other, but you do not follow each other. This is oh, not... Oh, you
0: don't follow them. Yeah.
1: It's something like that where it's like your friend's ex-girlfriend or something like that. Or so give me an answer for that one, or it is a former flame or friend.
0: Okay. So someone you don't really know, I personally, actually for both scenarios, I would unlike immediately because most people I don't think get notifications for likes Mm -hmm. on their phone. Like, You know what i mean so when you click the lock screen on your phone and you see notifications that come up for text messages that you have or a missed call i don't have any notifications from instagram come up on my lock screen just because i don't want to have that like it's distracting to me when i log into instagram i'll see what's there but i don't need to get the notifications pushed to my lock screen And so if they're like me, then they'll never know if you unlike it immediately, because unless they were happen to be looking at their notifications on Instagram right then, and even then, like, they'd have to refresh the page. And if you just do it and then unlike it right away, I I doubt that they will ever know. And also, like, I don't even really get notifications on the Instagram app for likes, because they're all consolidated now. Right. You know what I mean? Like, if you click on the notification thing, it's like, this person and this many other people liked this photo. Mm-hmm. And so I, it's not its not like Instagram user 69 liked this picture. <laughs> like it's just something I don't even notice. It's
1: weird that you just doxed your Fensta account.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think unlike immediately because very likely they won't ever see it. Definitely don't explain yourself. That is... Not what I would do. I was about to say that was weird, but then I don't want to be mean if somebody's done this. I understand that the re- has or the reaction to do that. But I think messaging someone and being like, hey, I accidentally liked a picture of yours, like it's just a like.
1: Mm-hmm. It
0: doesn't mean like, yeah, you kind of reveal that you're on their page, but it doesn't like explaining it cannot help you because mm-hmm. there's no reason. There's no like, Hey, I was ax- I was looking for something that you wore a long time ago. Like, <laughs> I'm sure that would be the excuse. Like, hey, you had this picture and you tagged like a watch brand in it and I wanted to see what it was. So I like it's like, yeah, you can come up with something like that. And hey, maybe that's actually the re- maybe that is the reason. Mm-hmm. I've done that before where I'm like, "Oh, this person posted this like athletic clothing that they liked like what was that like can I find it on their page yeah so yeah like maybe that actually is a reason but I just think explaining yourself it's it's not that deep it's just an Instagram like take it back and they probably won't notice
1: I will say that sometimes it actually can be helpful if it's a person that maybe you do want to get back in touch with but they're from your past because I I think of a time when I accidentally liked someone's photo from way back we went to mm-hmm. high school together and I was just kind of wondering like what they'd been up to and we were always on good terms we just like weren't in touch anymore and by accidentally once I like accidentally liked the photo and it was like wait because I was just catching up mm-hmm. I was like what what, what you've been up to at that point I was like I'm just gonna follow them like I'm just gonna sure, stop yeah. sort of like beating around the bush a little bit and just get this over with but if it is someone that you don't want to be in touch with mm-hmm. then that can be more awkward Awkward,
0: yeah but yeah unlike
1: unlike you think kind Mm. of duck and cover
0: yeah they probably won't ever know
1: all right well what have you thought of my my etiquette question i think
0: it's fun they're all pretty tough like there isn't a clear-cut answer for any of them but i think that's what i would do something that i've noticed about myself though is i tend to get i think of better solutions to things once i sit on it for a while Mm. so like oftentimes when something stressful happens i will like not react right away and get up and go for a walk or like do the dishes or whatever I need to do. And then it'll occur to me what I should do. So I would say in general, if you can have a delayed reaction, you'll probably have a better reaction. Right. That That's
1: really good advice. At least for me. Okay. Final, final question. Okay. What is the best way to end a podcast episode?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I think, um, reminding everyone to rate, review and subscribe. <laughs> Please and to thank everyone for listening and spending time with us.
1: And we'll see you next week for a brand new episode of
0: Under, Under Our, Our, Our Roof. Roof. Get older,
1: my love. Grow bolder for my sweet, old-fashioned babe. For my sweet, old-fashioned babe. So come here, my darling, come here.